Podcasts. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the podcast. This is In Conversation. I'm Jack. And I'm Frank. Uh, This episode of the podcast, we're talking with Nick Callow, uh, an old friend of ours, a storyboard artist, uh, Graphic, graphic design. Graphic designer. Yeah, if, if there's a computer and or a pen, he can draw it and he can sculpt it. He's very, very talented. And uh, we talked about uh, how giving every man a mule yeah, would right. save the world. Um, we also talked a lot about, you know, artist struggles and trying to monetize your work. Um, you know, really just trying to get down to, like, being accountable for yourself as well. Mm-hmm. and. You know the struggles in which you're trying to work towards your passion, and you have to work work jobs you might not want to work, but if you keep working at it and you're sustainable with it, then it's ultimately a good choice. And there you go. And uh, so uh, take a listen, sit back. We drank Monster on this set, so crack open a Monster and enjoy the ride. Yeah. I only oh, know about doing? Vermin, the guy with the boot on his head, and that's it. Who's? Oh, yeah, right. Who's that guy? He said he's going to give everyone a free pony so that we stop using our cars. Wait, is who he did? Like a liber- it's, it's a really famous he's from, political he's from guy. from Maine, I think. But wait, who is it and why is he or giving New Hampshire. people? He oh, wears that's... a boot on his head and it like goes okay. to the left. His name yeah. is Vermin something. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he's going to be giving everyone ponies. If he gets elected, he gives everyone ponies or horses. And, depending uh, on what age they are. Yeah, depending on what age you are. <laughs> Maybe when you grow up to a certain age, you turn your pony in for a horse, or, oh, or it just turns up to be a horse. Right there, you go. If I think that's the way that would work. Yeah. Maybe, or a centaur. Anyways, yeah. he says he's gonna give people those, and then in, in place of cars, so that way carbon emissions cut down. Yeah, but then you're getting like all methane. That, yeah, all that poop. That's There's a lot that of car- much. It's a lot of fucking poop. Yeah, right. The horses would exist regardless, right? You have no, 100. I mean, you'd probably if there's have... 100 horses right now, and there's a million cars, or like 100 horses <laughs> and 100 cars. <laughs> I'm not sure if you can replace every 1,000 cars with a single horse. <laughs> well, isn't that what horsepower is, right? Yeah, yeah, right. I mean, but they have multiple horses. Yeah, but anyways, 100 horses that exist right now, and there's 100 cars, right? So wouldn't yes. you think that there's there's methane being produced by horses? Yeah. And there's whatever carbon emissions being produced by cars. Yeah. More often than not, cars are on more than methane's being produced by horses, right? Horses Yeah, are, but you're but you're also talking like in a really confined space, like not even was, just a confined space. You said like, a, you said one horse for every person. So that's three hundred million horses. We haven't even got the real census. Right, so there might be more. So that's a lot of horses. Yeah, but if everyone has a car. But not everybody has a car. But everybody gets a horse. Some people have multiple cars. That's, that's true. true. That's true. Yeah. So that probably that's even true. itself out. But, you know, you don't want to, like, a horse. You can't get anywhere on a it's horse. It's too hot in here. i got to take my shirt off. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. My overshirt, not my undershirt. I've never even heard anyone call it an overshirt. What do you call it then? (laughs) I just called the shirt. It goes over another shirt. I guess that's true. I Uh, guess it is an overshirt. I guess as uh, Nick takes off his shirt, I think this is a good chance we can introduce him. He's uh, (laughs) a. Well, how would you describe yourself? What are you working on now? What? How would I describe myself? And what am I working on? (laughs) It's a two-part question. It's a two-part question. Um, well, I would consider, I would say, hi, my name is Nick Callow, and I would consider myself a, currently a freelance character concept artist, miniature designer, 
bunch of slashes. <laughs> I mean, I'm currently working on a portfolio piece, multiple portfolio pieces, um, characters, video game characters, and I'm doing freelance for like a couple miniature designers out there who request different pieces from me, and I just, you know, I just produce them by hourly rates and whatnot. <laughs> so, yeah. All right, sounds very fancy. It's very fancy. Very fancy. I think that the best part of what happened this week was that I saw that you are starting to do the miniatures again for the Patreon, right? And I'm very happy because we talked about that, and you were like, ah, I put it on the back burner, but now we're trying to see if it fits in your schedule, I think was the exact quote from the post. Yeah, I'm trying to stack projects now, so we're going to be starting up a new pack on the 7th. And I'm going to see if I can produce at least four miniatures a month. Yeah. Right. Well, so. how many were you doing before? I was doing six, six. miniatures, yeah. So, I mean, okay. I can, I'm going to see what, with this first pack, if I can do four, mm-hmm. if I need to do two or three or whatever. Like, they're all being released to people pretty much for $5 or whatever my Patreon set as right now. Like, you get every single miniature I produce for that amount. So, it's going to be whatever I can produce in a month. Maybe I'll make four. Maybe I'll make ten. Whatever amount of time it's pretty much just based okay. on the amount of time that yeah. i'm gonna have for that month uh, okay yep nice yeah and then those miniatures are for video video not video games <laughs> <laughs> they're made for tabletop for tabletop games, tabletop right. games yeah or if people want to print them big and put them on like a, like a table or something in their house a right tabletop a tabletop so, oh, yeah, or, or tabletop games right, right, right or if right. they want to like you know cast them out of bronze and put them on their porch they can do that too <laughs> oh that would be really cool yeah. i think that's the way that your audience would grow is that eventually it would go from you know like oh i'm using it for this board game or video game as i'd say and then it like all of a sudden they have them like cast out in bronze and that shit happens like yeah. we were talking to a guy who um we met him at the uh catalyst film festival that we go to every year and you know that um, and he did, he won the animation, um, section, right? First prize, not first prize. Like he just won the category mm-hmm. and he just recently got his first fan art, oh. right? Where somebody sketched out one of his characters that's totally hentai. Oh, there you go. It's, it's sexy. It's, it's sexy. A, right. And he posted it on his story and it was, he's like, I, I guess we have fan art, right? And it's the girl's top, right? But it's covered. He's like, I'm censoring the nudity. And it was yeah. just from the waist up. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. So who the hell knows? That's also that something part. that, I mean, with this current pack that I'm doing, like there's a huge market for people who are looking for sexy artwork. And, like, I'm doing it tastefully, but this pack is going to be called... I don't know if you... Did you hear what the pack no, is called? No, I haven't heard what the pack it's, is called. It's going to be called The Crude, The Lewd, and The Nude. Nice. Oh. And oh. so we're going to have, like, some sexy bards in there that are going to be covering themselves with their instruments. Oh. But they're going to be, like, fully nude. Nice. But we're going to focus on the anatomy more so. There's a bunch of people who commented on it, interested in it, but, like, <laughs> saying, oh, well, I would want it to be tasteful and... Also, we want sexy guys instead of just sexy women and all this other stuff. And you're so. modeling all those sexy men off of yourself. Based we off saw of myself. That, yeah, yeah, right. We've right, seen right. a lot of them. You well, post see, them all the time. Well, see, now you have to do the videos that we were suggesting earlier. Oh, yeah, but, uh, oh, yeah right. Oh, yeah. hi. Oh, I didn't see you there. That's so perfect for that. <laughs> yeah. Why don't this we do that? Is, this is the crude, the nude. The, what the, was the, crude, the crude, the lewd, and the nude. This yeah, is right. The crude, the lewd is supposed to be... The thing is... I stream on Twitch, like you guys right. know. 
and on Twitch they keep saying make and make lewd elves, and they have a I have something on my Twitch where if you gain a certain amount of points you can request things for me, and so a lot of the requests are say this word backwards, and people will say lewd elves and they'll type it backwards so i have to keep saying i'm gonna make lewd elves like next or something yeah they keep saying to make them so they want sexy elves and they keep asking for them over and over and over dude you gotta listen to your audience man that's what they want then that's what you gotta produce i mean you're gonna be yeah you're gonna be the i'm gonna be the the sexy elf guy yeah Yeah, right that's gonna be like that's your new that's your new twitter handle the sexy elf guy the sexy elf guy oh man that's hilarious yeah, right? It's so crazy, because that's what we keep on preaching, too, is that um, to these people, it's like, if your audience is asking for something, right, then that's almost what you have to do, right? If that's what they're looking for, that's what you have to, you got to show it to a them. a portion of what it is, because you also want to build yourself into something. You can't only do what your audience is, you know, asking. You should be doing something more on top of that. That's why the stacking projects is important mm-hmm. because if they're asking for something, <laughs> he just fucking I know. Over here. He was he was really controlling it. He was trying. To <laughs> the pizza came back to haunt him. It's um, the pizza and the monster. It's just no. Yeah, it's not a good right combination. Yeah. yeah. So, but essentially, like that's why stacking projects is important because you, you, your clients or your your audience is asking for something. You're producing that, but on top of that, you're doing other things. It's like with what you guys are doing with producing multiple bits of content right. like yeah. you're doing what you want to do on the side but also you're getting people in to do freelance video work or photography or whatever you mm-hmm. know or these podcasts you're adding things onto your repertoire right. yeah but you're also going to have an audience or you have an audience that's asking for something yeah well let's hope well, so yeah right. we uh <laughs> our this audience is the only is, people that are going to hear this are you me and, and Kristen's not going to listen to it yeah no. i'll listen to it a couple times okay good <laughs> okay, yeah, there right. you go. just to check check in on yourself and make sure I mean, that well that's part of it too is your your starting point is now and then or it's been going on for a bit but you're sharing you're building that social media presence and right. so you're just building and building and building right <laughs> that was such a that was such a i'm going to answer this as correctly as i can yeah right exactly right, there you go. that's the sound bite we're gonna use <laughs> and you keep building building and building just keep building and building and building yeah yep. right exactly that's it yep <laughs> it got awkward when he took out the camera yeah, yeah I, I'm sorry, well, <laughs> I, I, get, I saw it slowly lifting right, and yeah, then just like, i don't oh, have the really nin- there you go good okay. i don't have the ninja skills that, you know, you gotta t- continue talking while you're taking the picture. That's oh, probably the best. I thing. wasn't taking a picture. I was recording it. Oh, so it was t- like I'm, I'm picking it up and I'm talking, and then I'll act like I'm not. I don't. I can't go and hide anywhere. There's no place for me to hide. Yeah, that's why I was staring at Jack's eyes, just looking. Yeah, right. Deep and then I didn't soul. have anything else to really yeah, to say. He's just laughing, just smiling, and repeat, repeat exactly what you said yeah. back. And so we got kind of confused. See, that's a technique that I have. If anyone asks me a question that I don't know the answer to. If you repeat that question back to them, you'll have a chance to think about it. Ah. So, for example, like ask me a question. Uh, so, what'd you do today? What did I do today? Um, well, and then that gives you a chance to be like, oh, I yeah, did this. You know, I thought you were going to ask me. No, I'll be like, what did I do today? Um, yeah, so, anyways, I stood so up out of my chair. You, you know, so, so. <laughs> so, a lot of your interviews, if you ever have interviews, they, they tend to go long because yeah. they always ask you a bunch of questions. You have to ask the same question. Yeah, you ask the same question back to them, and yep. then you answer it. So if you get podcast interviews that you ask them a question and they say it back to you, that's them thinking about it. 
Okay. You probably and kick the microphone like, there. <laughs> I thought you headbutted it. It looked like no. So we've known each other for a long time. It's been a long time. Millennia. It's been like about a millennia. Yeah, right. Going back and forth. <laughs> yep. Very two eons ago. Two we have walkers ago. now. Yeah, right. Just looking at just not even knowing who you were in first grade. Like I mentioned this before, like looking at those pictures of like, who the hell? Like we, I think we're standing right next to each other. Yeah. And I, I mean, I probably didn't know what was going on in first grade <laughs> at the time. I think I still had blonde hair. Yeah. 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 What the hell was with that? Where, what know. happened to your blonde hair? Went away. It my, went away. I was an angel that fell. <laughs> and then my hair just, you know, as I became more evil, turned brown, mm. you know, mm. <laughs> I don't think Jack was, was I don't think Jack was even born yet. Basically what you were saying is we've known each other since first grade. Right. Yeah. We went to school for for a long time together through through eighth grade. Yeah, right? right. And we hung out more towards the end of eighth grade. Because I would say we were part of the weird group of kids. Yeah, we were misfits. Like I kinda jumped from group to group, you know. Yeah. I used to wear baggy pants. You I remember you just always being out with the skaters, you were always well. That the... was after I joined. I was with the group of people who listened to rap music. Oh, I was with a couple of people who wore baggy pants, listened to a lot to of rap. rap music. Who the hell was in that group? Uh, I don't even remember that group. It was like Nikolai and George and Nick Goitia Oh, and yeah, okay. So, yeah, I was just name dropping people. <laughs> so, yeah, I used to, the famous I, I was hanging out with them. <laughs> then I started listening to like System of a Down and Linkin Park, and then uh, I transitioned into the rock music. Yeah. And then that's when I joined the, the skater group or whatever that right. hung out on a certain portion of it. It was how it was, yeah. though. There were certain portions, and I was like some sort of like wanderer. I would, and I just, yeah, well, you I wandered around. You hung out with like the poetry folk, you the know? Po- I did not hang out with the poetry Like, no, I mean, it was like. I was folk. not in the poetry folk. Yes, you were, yeah. You were like the gentleman group. <laughs> yeah, well, what we did is we brought our own teacups and everything. And we laid out a picnic basket on the playground. You know, honestly, Frank, you know what? I, there was you know a couple of times where mom kept asking where our teacups were. So <laughs> I don't know what happened, but now you have a lot more melatonin in your skin. You were very pale. Yeah, yeah, I was in uh, in school, and like now you're not pale at all. So I was well, like, I was like feeds, a, vampire. a vampire. I was a vampire. You were a vampire, gentleman. Okay. No, no, no. He, he was a vampire, but he wasn't feeding, so now oh. he feeds. So he wasn't uh, wasn't oh. sure about like his yeah. blood crave, yeah, like cravings. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Well, he didn't know. He kept why eating he was so fruit crazy. snacks yeah. and fruit roll-ups, and he's like, "Oh, I just feel weird." <laughs> yeah, right. I'm, his I his first iron. pig that he flew in and just started drinking the blood out of, he was hooked from there on out. That's very true. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah. So, yeah. But anyways, we've known each other yes for a long time. Then you went to a different high school. Yeah. And then you became a swimmer. I became a swimmer, and then and I, I was just. At Taft, just cruising through. Because I wasn't even, I didn't join any groups. I was, I, hung, I talked to a lot of people, but from multiple different groups. But I just, right. like, wore my ID and just went through school, and that was yeah. it. Yeah, I, I want it would be an interesting, I mean, you can't do it, obviously, but to know what it would be like. Because I did have the chance to go to Taft in that stupid accelerated, yeah. I was it IV program or something like that, mm. where they made you eat lunch at 9 a.m. Yeah. for whatever reason. Oh, I used to eat lunch at, like, 4 p.m. or whatever, whatever. Like I used to be in like seventh period lunch. Yeah. So like I'd go through the entire day and then we'd eat like just before we leave. It's just like okay, this is weird. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We, but 
You're saying it'd be interesting if you went to Taft yeah. instead? Yeah, right. Because you wouldn't have known a certain group of people, probably. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> probably would have gotten in a bunch of fights, too, there. Oh, that would have been fun. Like, here's my poem, guys, and then boom. <laughs> <laughs> and somebody else telling me, yeah, right? And I rejected uh, the poem. Oh, you rejected the poem. I rejected it. So they're like, read my poem, Frank. And, and you're like, like, no. I'm a vampire. I'm a vampire. Yeah, right. I'm a vampire. I'm a vampire. I'm a vampire. Yeah. I'm a vampire. <laughs> Became Nick Cage. He would be in Nick Cage if he went to. Oh, man. And then Jack came into the picture at some point. I mean, he was your brother for how long? Yeah. My whole life. About 15 years. We didn't know each other for a while. Yeah. Yeah, And how'd you deal with that? Uh, Uh, Not knowing knowing my brother for 15 years. (laughs) Yeah. You were in Alcatraz, right? Yeah. (laughs) He broke you out eventually. Yeah, with the swimming. If oh, true. That's level. you know. What, yeah, that's what he was training for. He was yeah, training. Right. And, then he, and then the way he got past the guards, he'd throw hot tea in their face. I thought he right. was just really wet from the water, and he just slipped through like, you know, like a snake. I'm just naturally slimy. But you know the Lachupa. <laughs> wasn't the Lachupa Cabra story about Frank? And then he drank the blood of the guards, and that's how he got past. I don't know that story. Oh, but maybe it was. I mean, we'll never know. We'll never know. Yeah, but we've done a lot of films together, too. We've got some great film stories. Yeah. Um, just on set in terrible situations. And then trying to do a horror film together, too, which you weren't there for. Yeah. I wish I was there. Yeah. 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 It would have been fun. Oh, right. We did that horror. Was that the horror film that... Kristen was part of it. Kristen was oh, part yeah. of it. I really, I really liked it. I thought it was cool. I yeah. think that you guys should do more of those. <laughs> I know it's not your your favorite thing to do. Well, it's hard to get people in suits. That's true. In a horror film. I mean, you can. I mean, funeral homes. Oh, oh yeah, that's true. They have suits true. all the time. You can a have creepy, zombie movies. A creepy um, funeral home director. Yeah. You gotta get the mafioso. Oh, in but there. you know what? He could also be a he could be a vampire. We could base him off of Frank. Exactly. <laughs> it's just the story of Frank. Yeah. <laughs> that's the title of it. The story of Frank. The story of Frank. Yeah. You know, in almost all of our films, whenever there's a bad guy. His, His name, name is, is usually Frank. Frank. Name yeah. is usually Frank. I think, I mean, maybe you're trying to sh- tell us something. It's not me writing. That's Jack oh. writing. I'm not writing. <laughs> so he, you broke him out of Alcatraz, and now he thinks you're evil. That's right. Because you're bad. Right. Well, I think he put me in Alcatraz. I mean, it's because you had a love interest with one of the guards, and he killed the guard. That's right. Yeah. He was a very handsome man. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, wanted to talk, I wanted to talk a little bit more about patreon a little bit because you've been doing you've been trying to get us into patreon for yeah i've been trying to get you guys to start a patreon because it's a good way for people to support you in like what you're doing you don't have to pay anything like per month for for upkeep on patreon but you're essentially offering people something for supporting you so whether you're producing so much content that you could pretty much bar some of that content off like like some of your most useful content and then provide that to people on patreon so you say hey you're supporting me on patreon for whatever amount it might be and different tiers get different things like your background your whatever your podcasts could be on certain ones or just suggestions you guys have for up-and-coming filmmakers as well or screen screenplay writers or anything like that right you can have those sectioned out into those tiers so that way they can get some help from you but they're supporting you and that's uh persistent income that's coming in or passive income that's right. coming into you into the group so that way you can fund the right. projects you want to do you know 
Right. And pay for our, you know. Or pay for the actors or anything right. that you have, you know, yeah. into it so then you can get more out of it. And then as you build, it's just going higher and higher and higher. Right. And eventually that can support you monthly. Right. If you get to a certain degree. There's a lot of success stories with it, too. I mean, I know that, and I mentioned to when we took your headshots, the mm. Call Me Kevin site. Yeah. I mean, he's getting... You know, I mean, obviously, it didn't happen overnight. Yeah, right? I mean, there's people but that are making thousands a yeah, month. Yeah, he's making like sixty five hundred. Yeah, you know, a month, and that's not even including you know whatever he's getting monetized from YouTube for his videos. And, and that's the same with the miniature guys. I mean, there, uh, there's a couple people. There's one guy who's making, well, most, most of the higher end people are making about sixty five hundred a month, like you said, mm -hmm. for miniatures, and they're producing about, I mean, anywhere from like six to 13, 14, 15 miniatures a month, sometimes yeah. even more. Because they're doing that all the time, right? But um, if you think about the amount of time they put into it, it's not nearly as much as I mean. You're getting, I don't know, probably hundreds of dollars per hour if you if you break it down. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, right. It's the same with the guy call me Kevin sixty yeah. five hundred, and there's a guy for miniatures who's making probably twelve thousand a month right now. That's crazy. Yeah. And well, you know, it's just one of those things where, uh, like, people can think like, oh, like you know. I'd, like they try it for like a month and a half and they're like it's not working it's well, like i mean that's with me right now i mean i've, I've like, tried it for four months yeah and you know we ranged anywhere from the beginning we were at like you know close to 200 a month mm. and then it trickled down from there even though we were producing the same amount of miniatures per month mm. yeah it's just that there's so many people in that field that you have to produce something pretty much like very unique Mm. I mean, it's it's hard to tell. I don't even know the answer to it because it's you're not going to know until you build into it yeah. and work at it for a long right. time. It's, there's only the only way you can get successful at it is to do it. Yeah, and just know, keep um, doing it and then seeing. But it might it, not. It's also the weighing of risk versus reward. The amount of time it's going to take yeah. you to do something. Right. So if it's something you can do, and they, they always say this on Patreon too, it's like you want it to be, um, like the not the least amount of effort, but the. Um, I guess you can kind of word it like that. The, the least amount of input from you, but the, the highest yield of success. So essentially, right. like you're giving someone something that doesn't take you that long to produce, right. but it's very important for them. Or something that you're already doing anyway. Correct. Yeah, right. like if, you're, if, if I'm sculpting miniatures on my own just to sculpt them to practice, you might as well start a Patreon and, and start releasing them. Or if you guys are filming and you guys are doing podcasts, you might as well start organizing it onto a Patreon and offering people something you know that you're already right. producing i mean you already right. have tons of that stuff so yeah. it's it's right. it's a nice way to organize it it's a good compliment back and forth too so it's you know we're doing the podcast and we're we're also we'll, we'll talk about what the other thing that we're going to thinking about doing which i'm sure you're going to enjoy oh, yeah. and we'll be back with you for that um but it, it's to help try to narrow down and build that audience of people to know that we're constantly doing stuff and we had done and i don't know i mean this was like years ago but um, back when Tony was involved mm -hmm. with what we were doing, we were doing a blog post a day, right? Yeah. Of just, I don't know, what music we were listening to and anything else. And we stopped, which was stupid, <laughs> right? right? I mean, no, I don't know how many people were reading it. It was on a WordPress site. I have no idea, right? But we stopped, and it was just basically what it ended up being was just like a log of what was going on during that yeah. time. And it's really cool to go back and listen, and or not listen, but read that stuff. Yeah. Um, and so it's a good compliment because the podcast, right, complements the efforts in, you know, the commercial and the branding stuff that we're going into. And right. it helps with the independent film stuff that we're going into. It helps humanize us a little bit, right? And then yep. we can spit out some wisdom 
Yeah, right. Or, you know, just <laughs> right. make us make us sound like idiots, too. Well, that's, right. I mean, that that's another works. thing you could do with YouTube. Like, that's what I started to do random YouTube well, I videos. I saw that. I, yeah, we could talk about that, too. So yeah. I think that's that was a great idea. It's like a, it was a vlog. Yeah, I was doing more, like, we, we did start doing a personal vlog, like, where our everyday interactions, we just record random events and we compile it together. But I realized really quick that we don't do that much, like, I'm I'm at work. I come home. I work on artwork until I have to go to sleep, and then I sleep, and then I go back to work. Which I hear is around five a.m. Yeah, I usually go to bed at like four a.m. So it's like I'm working a full time job, but then I'm working a part time job of art, which I'd rather flip it. Yeah. Right. So right now I'm just working towards making my day or what is it, my day job, my part time. Yeah. But that's just gonna take whatever amount of time it takes, it's gonna take. Right. Exactly. Time. And I yeah. think that that's one of the people that we're trying to talk to through this podcast as well and we're talking to people that are basically we're entrepreneurs right we're mm-hmm. trying to either make our business our main income or make our you know the creative stuff our main income because it's not like you're not you're applying for jobs as well yeah to try to get into video games that's the reason why you're doing all the art and everything and you've been switching back and forth and flip i'm always and, all yeah i'm all know. over the place i want to do a ton of stuff and and i don't care what i end up doing Right. Which is I just you know I feel like it'd be best to work for a place first, and then mm-hmm. if I decide right. to do my own stuff later, or if I could never get into a place because it's really hard to get into a place, right. then I'll just have to start doing my own stuff, which is very daunting in itself, right. because you kind of don't have guidance. You don't know if you're doing something right until people start to flock to it. And that's what we keep on saying. We keep on saying that that's what listening to your audience is so important is because right. if they'll tell you if you're doing something right. right. Yeah. You need or to they'll tell you if they're really horny for elves. <laughs> yes, yeah, right? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but so, tasteful. Tasteful. tasteful they're like, you know, I want <laughs> I want to be half up. Someone yeah. d- someone did ask for Sexy Witcher. so Sexy oh. Witcher. Yeah. I'm sure they could find that anywhere. Well, though. they like Henry Cavill or whatever yeah. his name yeah, is. Right, right. Cavill. I think that's why you got the mustache, right? Yeah, that's the reason. That's exactly why. I've never had a mustache before. That was, then you saw I him? I saw him. I saw the amazing work they did in Super. Was that in Superman, Superman Returns? Oh, where yeah. they, no, it was no, uh, Justice League. Justice League, League. where they Superman yeah. Returns. <laughs> he's not. Even, he's not even old enough for that, and he's old. He doesn't need to watch more movies. But, yeah, right. Where, where filmmakers said, "Well, yeah, Jack, Jack still, watches still, more than I do." Yeah, right. It's still two thousand one to Frank. You have to right. realize. But the way that they did his, he's, they CGI'd his lip, and it looks so bad yeah. throughout the whole thing. Oh, it's yeah, like, right. why didn't he bad. just? It's easier to put on a mustache to take off a mustache, yeah. right? I mean, if they, whatever movie he was in that he needed the mustache, I mean, there we you go to uh, fantasy costumes, right? Yeah. And you can get really stupid mustaches, yeah. right? But you can get really good ones, the high priced ones. You're like, wow, that actually looks yeah. pretty or good. Or why wouldn't you just CG a mustache on? It might be a little bit easier to CG a mustache on. Well, hair, hair, as you know, is very hard to generate. But just put it on. What happened to practical effects? Well, just shave it off. I mean, like, it's Well, the problem was he was filming Mission Impossible at the same time he was filming Justice League. That's fine. It's easier to put on the mustache. Yeah, it would be I don't understand. We could talk about this, too. Well, you know what? He was also moving on. Like, Mission Impossible, he's not just, like, sitting in a suit talking you know he's actually fighting people that's yeah. fine but they'll keep on reapplying the mustache i like so. that's the reason why i mean with uh kristen right which is your wife it's kind of weird i mean i know that yes yeah right um but nobody else does <laughs> nobody knows who kristen jordan is yeah well it's callow, callow now yeah. yeah right kristen, kristen callow. callow now yeah um she's still kristen jordan my phone 
well, you need to change it buddy. now. <laughs> Before you <laughs> leave today. I'm going to hyphen it. But no like hyphens. That, I like using, because she's a makeup artist and she does the practical effects, and I would far prefer to be on set with somebody doing blood coming out than going like, okay, and uh, yeah, we'll do that in post and be like, oh, fuck. Yeah, they're like, why that? am I painted green? Oh, well, yeah. we're going to be doing this in post. I can't stand it. I can't no, stand yeah, I mean, CGI. If like you, you can do it the... practically, do it practically. Yeah, well, you know, it also just, like, coming from a perspective of, like, a person, like an actor, it, it really helps being in that environment. You know, like, you watch some of the um, behind the scenes from, uh, what is it? Like? Game of Thrones. Yeah. I don't know. I know Game exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, behind the scenes of Game of Thrones or, like, any fantasy movie yeah, where right. they have to interact with, like, a dragon. And they'll yeah, have right. someone who's in a green screen yeah, right. suit who's standing there and they're petting them. Yeah, right. You know, and it's... Well, you know, dragons might be a little hard to find practically, but... <laughs> I mean, hey, I mean, you could you they could. They at least did it. something where, for Game of Thrones, where they were on top of, where, in, uh, what was the woman's name? Daenerys. Daenerys was on top of the dragon and like actually hanging on to like a head, right? And it yeah. was whipping her around and stuff at least. So there was yeah. some practical. But mentioning to it. Game of Thrones and the mustache relation, like <laughs> all of them are essentially wearing prosthetic hair, everything, yeah. like, yeah. beards oh, and everything. Oh, yeah. And right. so like you can put hair plugs in that on the mustache, right? And it'll look like like he grew the mustache. So right. it's like that only made more sense for it rather than to detract yeah, totally. from a. That, that's, an, that's an actor, right? And he now plays The Witcher, who is just, he's like, I up here, just like, I'm not going to shave my mustache, so you have to deal with it. I mean, there could have been a little piece well, because, of it that well, he didn't want to be a part of that movie. No, the they place. had to do reshoots, so they weren't even supposed to be shooting at that time. So yeah. There was probably some kind of, like, movie contract thing where it's like they had to get this, it done at a certain well, time well no well this movie's because these are doing reshoots this movie is not doing reshoots so maybe it's like a higher priority movie so mm-hmm. it's like what this movie requires is more important than what the reshoots are hmm. I don't know or maybe he just like Mission Impossible more than Justice League yeah well I mean I think that probably very, was a better movie he, oh god I mean we I saw didn't, Justice League I didn't see Mission Impossible at all I, I saw Mission. Justice League well we yeah, saw right. Justice League yeah we saw Justice League it, that was it, just it awful. was terrible yeah. I mean, it was or awful. Superman Returns his part is Wonder Super, Woman or Superman Returns <laughs> it's Justice League or Superman Returns two wasn't that what, the one where General Zod is caught in that prison and he's like floating through space and then they break it open yeah I don't think you what? even know no, what I'm talking no, about. No, I, 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 I never watched it. I never watched Superman Returns. Yeah. When did Superman Returns come out? That was like 2002. I think right? you guys should probably, if you haven't seen it, you should probably stop talking about Superman <laughs> Returns. Yeah, you know Superman Returns where <laughs> Superman's got that pink cape and he's flying around. Yeah. No, we weren't talking about Superman 2. I thought I thought it was Superman Returns was the name of Justice, Justice. League uh, when they did that. Isn't there Batman Returns? There, Batman, Batman Forever. Batman, Batman Forever. It's, Whatever one I like though. the Tim Burton one. I don't know. Everyone hates that one. Oh, the one with Michael not... Keaton where he can't turn his neck at all or whatever. <laughs> or maybe it's Val Kilmer in that one. I don't I think, remember. Yeah, well, they can never keep Batman for very long with Ben Affleck. Keep, you might be the one. next Batman. Both Who of you is guys. the next Batman? It's uh, Robert, Robert Patterson. Patterson. Yeah. Right. He pretty much looks like Jack in it. Yeah. Yeah. Or Jack maybe looks like Robert Patterson. I don't know. One of the I don't two. know. Well, I think I have to look like him. He can't look like me. Okay. Right, because he's more famous than me. True. Yeah, right. right. You can't. You can't walk up to Brad Pitt and say, "Like you look just like." <laughs> you look so much like me. <laughs> you, look, you know what? You look just like my carpenter. Yeah, right. Yeah. <coughs> like my, not my carpenter looks just like you. Who yeah. has a carpenter nowadays? 
I'm sorry. How old is he? 2002. Did you build Noah's Ark with him? Noah, let me introduce you to my carpenter. He's he really likes Superman Returns. I was there for the original planning. Yeah. You're like, no, move that cage over to the left. You know, lines will look good up there. There you go. Exactly. We got off. We got on topic of. I was going to say we went off topic. We went on topic with prosthetics. I wanted. I had another thing to say, and then we went off on a crazy. Well, you were saying tangent. that you have some new project you're planning or something. Like on top of the podcast, there was something else that you were going to do. That oh, day. right, right. Yeah. That you thought. Okay, yeah. So here, so just going off of right. We want to flip the script, right? We want to not be um, starving artists. We want to be, you know eating artists and then maybe you want to eat artists wow well yeah, yeah eventually yeah. i know well, i mean yeah, yeah. he does he needs that otherwise he's gonna lose his melanin i'm i for people that don't know apparently i'm a vampire so yeah. i want to make sure that i'm i mean you've been feeding. alive since the 1800s like, I mean, Superman <laughs> the 1800s when superman returned first yeah exactly out. yeah right no, and well, he introduced I, that to silent carpenter. picture, you know. <laughs> well, apparently, I've been around since Noah's Ark, so yeah. that's oh, even yeah, further right. back. I've been around for sure. a long time. Um, no, so we we're we're gonna do a show on YouTube as well, where it's just gonna be out of the working title at the moment, "Starving Artist," right? And yeah, it's gonna well, be basically, <clears throat> I'm gonna try to fix the frozen foods that you know like you know the stuff where it's like poke a hole in the plastic bag and put it in the microwave for two minutes yeah and it just tastes disgusting so i never I eat it i don't like eating it that way so i always come up with a different like you know i'll separate all the pieces make sure that it you know like i fry if it's a hamburger i fry the hamburger and i put more seasoning that's on a it. lot to do i just cut it open and i heat it and i eat it so you, you eat, eat it raw you eat it frozen i don't eat it raw no, yeah. you eat it frozen oh no, you heat it up that's what that's the point of it it steams it's it steams and then you eat it i'm just eating it to Steam, get it the original steamed ham yeah you just eat it quick i know you want to be gordon ramsay over there like pulling individual well, yeah. peas out and sauteing them yeah but you know anyway, make it the idea make it taste is better that, yeah, right. The idea is that I'll be sitting there eating it how normal people eat it. Me and you mm. will just, you know, like that. And then we'll have Jack's comparison right next yeah, right. to it where it's going to be like all gourmet and stuff, stuff that you can do yourself. Yeah. But it's still be cheaper than, I don't know, yeah. maybe not cheaper. But if oh, you're going to eat that, cheaper. if you're going to eat that crap, then at least definitely try to cheap. do something So with it. are you guys physically, you're actually going to be doing it with food and everything every single episode? Or you're yeah. saying, or it's kind of like a playoff of like, you could have these guys do the artwork, or you could have this guy do the artwork. Is that what it is? What do you mean about artwork? So, like, for example, you're saying, okay, the average Joe can oh. eat a frozen dinner by heating it up for two minutes, right. six minutes. Or you could pay a premium and get this <laughs> Joe Schmo to pull the Salisbury steak out, <laughs> fry it, do all this to make it fancy, and then you get something better than the... Well, I mean, yeah. I, th- I mean that, that could be that's not like that's not the whole point of it the whole point of it is this something that I always do and then yeah. every time like you know it takes me maybe 15 minutes to cook it the way I cook it and it's like two minutes my question like, is how many frozen dinners do you eat there's a lot well I mean we there's don't a eat a, I'm like, I don't eat one every day but we mm. always get them like, right. it's not a frozen it's like you know like the, they have like Individual the chicken rack. sandwich like right. you know anything yeah. that you get frozen that like it's like just pop it in the microwave and taste disgusting. But what made you guys want to get into food? Specifically? Oh, that, I think it has more just to do with starving, like starving artists, like ramen, right? Everybody mm. eats ramen. Is there a way that you can make ramen better? 
than just eating ramen but just with the crackers. The thing is, and I, I'm just playing devil's advocate, is there's a ton of food channels out there right now. Oh, yeah. So they kind of do something similar to that already. I mean, they've got – have you guys done – I'm sure you've done research on it. Not really, no. Okay. I mean, it, the whole idea is that it's just something else that we can go ahead and do. It was yeah, an idea right. that we had to mm. go and just right. have more entirety, and that's what we keep on going back to is the content, right? Yeah. Right, and we um, kind of have to try things to see what works anyway. Right. So, yeah. so it's constantly just doing more and, and more content. Simple things that we can do. Won't I mean, it'll, again, with the humanizing thing. It's humanizing, like, yeah, exactly. It's, it's right. showing no, you, we're if, just real we people. watch, I don't know if you guys ever watched Good Mythical Morning. Oh, yeah. I was yeah. just watching them, yeah. Yeah, so we, we watch that all the time. And, I mean, they started out as just two guys hanging out, chatting about different topics. I'm sure they had cue cards. Yeah. You know, people reading. They have a little team. But, essentially, they do random things like that, too. Like, you you know, they're eating random foods or right. testing different things out. But, like, you connect with them over time. And you're right, like, yeah. oh, I feel like I'm there with them. And yeah, I feel exactly. like building it. So you could do that with, with that, and then it'll blossom into something else. Right, right exactly. But I just felt like it's out of your out of your wheelhouse. Like, like food came it's, out of nowhere. Right, right now. <laughs> it's yeah. because we're constantly in there eating, and he's constantly making fun of the way that I eat it. Mm. Right? Yeah. And so he's making fun of the way that I eat it, and then I think it's ridiculous how long he takes to make it. Right? And so there are people like Jack, and there are people like me. And it's always the... It's always been that way yeah. with us. And right? I knew I didn't know anything about that, so like that would be an insight for me to see your lives like that. Like right, I've yeah. never even known. And how do you eat so much and stay so thin? That's my question. <laughs> you work out every second of the day. Well, that's another idea that I had too, and I haven't even brought it up to Jack. But when we're when I'm at the gym, I'm like, you know, they don't do they don't do filmmaker workouts, right? Like every cinematographer I've ever run into, mm-hmm. they're like either paper thin. Or they're gigantic fat guys, right? Yeah. It, there's just like no, there's like no middle ground, right? I'm like, well, there are like there are exercises that I do that I'm like, oh yeah, this is for camera work, yeah, right. That's I have the like for instance with the plate, you can 45 uh, pound plate, and you just do the shoulder raises, right? Yeah, I mean that's with a rig. If you got a rig in your hand, you're constantly holding it up like that. But obviously, it's not going to weigh 45 pounds. But you're training your shoulders and everything that go up so we'll see if that ever i mean that's the same with like i mean as as an artist sitting at the desk all day long right your crouch your back is tilted over and everything there's there's people that talk about workouts for artists all the time we're just getting into going to the gym so we haven't even been there that that often i see you scope me out (laughs) i see you scope me out yeah i mean like you know it's we try to go like at least three times a week yeah you know a lot of people go every single day yeah but you know it's it's all a matter of at least for us, it's just like we're not. I guess we're taking it seriously, but like it's more of a finding out what works for us, and yeah, then also yeah. the diet thing too. You know, it's like meal consist- prepping. I mean, everything. consistency is the best. I mean, like you don't want to be, you wouldn't want to go like one, like seven days in a row, and then not go back for three months. Yeah, because it used right. to be like that with with me at least. I would be like, oh, I'm I'm good to go. Let's do this. I'm yeah. gonna go for I go for a couple days, and I'm like, okay. Uh, I gotta take a rest, and then you take a rest, and it turns into like a week, and it turns into two weeks. Right. And then but now it's been like every week we feel bad if we don't go to the gym. We're yeah. Like, we need to go. We need to do what we normally do. Mm-hmm. You know, we right. have a regiment that we go right. through. Right. It's a routine. And then when I sit down to do art after that, I feel so much better. Yeah. It's amazing how much more focused you become after yeah. you do like get a little bit of blood flow going to the other parts of your body. Just yeah. Just right. <laughs> just right. Yeah. Just right now though, I mean, it's like my day job takes a lot out of me. Like I'm tired yeah. after that, and it's like, 
you, I don't know, I sleep for a bit after I get home yeah. too sometimes because it's like just takes so much. You're putting so much effort, so much of yourself into it every and single that's day. That's something that you would rather not be doing. Right. Yeah. right. And, I, and, and there's just tires you more. Which yeah, I, there's, it, uh, 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 uh. Yeah. there's a saying or something, like Jet, Jet Li said something, or maybe it was Jackie Chan. It was Jet Li, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> he was essentially saying that like the jobs that you work at right now, because you're working at, are you working? Oh, at, yeah, we're, yeah, we're both. Teaching yeah. kids how to swim, yeah, yeah. part-time. So you guys are working there, but you're working there part-time. So it's not as bad as if you had a full-time mm-hmm. right. in the moment. But if you had a full, like, for example, I'm in a full-time job, 37 and a half hours a week because they don't want to give me 40 because I can go in overtime real easy. But essentially, like, Jet Li was saying something like, if you died, they would replace you in a heartbeat. Right. You're working for a job that will replace you in a heartbeat if you die. Right. So it's like, that makes me think, let me – pull out of that job a bit more right. because right. I'm not I don't want to do that in the long run I don't want right. to work for that company yeah. in the long run so why am I putting my entire self into it it's hard for me to not put my entire self into it because right. I don't want to be a jerk to the people I'm working with Yeah, but like it would be better spent if I was part time and then I worked on the side as an right. artist full like full time you know yeah, exactly. So just figuring that out. Yeah. I mean, when I, and you know this, but when I used to work for FedEx and when I finally left, I mean, it was the worst thing ever for mental health, right? Yeah. Going there and feeling like, you know, I had graduated with this degree and all this promise, right? Which, of course, our entire generation dealt with. It was yeah. like, you're going to be the next best thing, <laughs> right? And you're not going to have to worry about anything. Just get your degree. You get your degree, and there's no jobs out there. And I'm sitting there, and I'm doing a job that I could have done at probably at the age 16 because all I needed was a license, right? Yeah. I mean, anybody could scan a peg and to put it in the right on the right shelf. It doesn't yeah. take a genius to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then finally leaving that, and then now doing swim instruction, which I actually do. There are parts of time where I actually do enjoy it. Except for, you know, some kids always get on your nerves. Yeah. Um, but that's something that I actually enjoy. really does help. And mental health, being in, a, being in a spot where you're like, oh, you know, like I'm, I'm doing something, right? But it's not, it's not killing me, right? It's not yeah. like I don't come home and like, It's oh, partial God. enjoyment. That's right. what I say in most places. And, like, I've found a certain amount of enjoyment in the place that I'm at. Mm-hmm. And it's mainly with my coworkers, you know? Yeah. It's like teaching them things or teaching other people things and I'm learning something new every single day. Right. So for me it's like if as long as I'm learning something new, I don't feel like I'm wasting my time exactly, in a spot. Right. But yeah. again, you it's, spend your time in certain areas and you'll learn so much more if you spend it correctly versus right. if you're yeah. spending it kind of spinning your wheels in a place like if you're working for FedEx. Right, or, where there's no advancement and nobody wants to listen to you. Yeah, you're just <laughs> a body that picks up packages and throws yeah, them. Yeah, right. And talk about throws them, but yeah, yeah you know. right. Well, yeah. let's just say sometimes that's what the shoulder plate raises were for. Is yeah, to right. throw the package over your head over over the truck sometimes. Over just the truck. as far as I could throw it. Yeah, just how wow, look at that thing go. <laughs> that's how you advance. The right. further you can throw the package from the vehicle, into the further the, yard. Oh, the further away they wanted you from the FedEx uh, truck, <laughs> yeah. the FedEx. Uh, and eventually you throw it just. From, you'd be at the building and you just keep throwing it and it's landing in their yards from the building. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. You don't even have to use any gas. And then yeah, you can get a horse. I turned into a human trebuchet. The accuracy was unbelievable. Right yeah. on. It, it hit the doorbell and then it'd fall right on top of the doormat and then they'd come and pick it up. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, once again, that's, that's another, like, you know, everybody that hopefully that ends up listening to this rambling on about 
Superman 2. This is a review. Superman Returns. I'm sorry. Superman episode with episode m- one, Superman yeah. Returns. <laughs> Superman Returns. <laughs> and the mustache. And the mustache. And, the mustache. and, and what Frank is a vampire. Yep. I'm a vampire. It's going to be the synopsis of it. We're going to have just... Right. Learn about <laughs> Frank being a vampire. What he thought about Superman Returns. <laughs> and the whole crew's The CGI idea. in Superman Returns was pretty bad. Yeah, I and didn't mustaches. even need to see it. I just know what year it was made. Oh, oh, okay. Talk about bad CGI. Was that was that Batman Returns? Remember the one with the Riddler? Everything is returning. What was, what was the? Oh, Batman Forever. Batman Forever. So there was a scene shot outside of Gotham City. It was Tim oh, Burton God. still, and it was going through the city no, to no, go no, to no, Jim no. Carrey. I don't know if that. That was for the Jim Carrey. That was for when Jim was Carrey that, was. Was that Tim Burton? Enigma. Or I think that was. Um... Enigma? He was the Riddler. Right. Is what did Enigma? I say? You Enigma. said Enigma. <laughs> it was. Was, <laughs> was that the. We're, we gotta do some research. Is this the original Riddler was named Enigma in like 1842? <laughs> <laughs> no, well, hey, that's it's what Enigma. We, uh, you know, it's, it's, the, it's, it's the anomaly. Yeah. No, no, no. Well, question mark, man. <laughs> no, that's the what. The man with the question mark. <laughs> That's what we were talking about on Noah's Ark. On you know, it was a long, it was a long boat ride. We didn't know where we were like, going. You're like Noah. What do you think about snake oil? <laughs> it was, it's Nigma, right? Is oh, you're saying his name, right? I think no, it's Ed. It was Ed Nigma, Nigma. right? Yeah, Ed, Ed Nigma. Okay, you have right. to specify. You don't yeah. just say Nigma out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> and expect everyone to understand. How, especially about. when anyone who talks about uh, Riddler would call him the Riddler, not his. But by no, his but, but Christian but, name. Okay, my my point is in Batman Forever, right? They have this shot that's going through Gotham City, and it was CGI'd, obviously, because it you know well, Gotham no, City yeah. is so messed up. It doesn't yeah. exist. In this, like, well, it doesn't exist. But they didn't even use real buildings. Like this whole thing was like yeah, a cartoon. Like, yeah, it looked like oh, um, it was so bad. It looked like the beginning of a bad PlayStation Two game. Oh, it was so bad. I have to rewatch it. Yeah, no, it well, was just, so bad. I'll probably enjoy it fully. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, I mean, hey, I, it's not that I didn't enjoy it. Jim Carrey is great. Wait, was Batman? Batman. Don't Batman? even say returns over and over. <laughs> it was Batman Returns. And no, Batman Forever, I think, was with um, Robin. Destiny's Child. Yeah, Robin. No, no, that was Batman and Robin. Uh, uh, you know what? We can go back all day. If we knew we were going to talk about this, we'd have had a cheat sheet here yeah. <laughs> to go through. All right, guys, so we're going to be starting at Batman number one. Right? <laughs> now that's going to be a reoccurring theme when we go and talk yeah, with right. Jeremy on yeah. Sunday. We're going to go, okay, uh, so what's your opinion on Batman Returns? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I don't know if that movie exists. Wonder, hey, man, Wonder Woman returns, returns and yeah, yeah, right, right. Um, well, Aquaman returns. Aquaman, Aquaman returns. returns. That one's one of my favorites. Yeah. With Jason Momoa. Yeah. What's his Christian name? Uh, I don't know. Mason Jamoa. <laughs> Mason Jamoa. No. Anyways, continue. <laughs> um. Yeah, Next so question. The, I don't even think I finished my thought. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, anyways, you were talking about the buildings and how ugly they looked. Yeah, right. And they weren't real real buildings. And Ed right. Nigma, it zoomed in on him and he was there. And he was doing like his whole, like, he had like this crazy hat that was supposed to read thoughts and stuff. And okay. steal no, not brainwaves. read thoughts. Just steal brainwaves or something. Or no, channel radio and TV waves right into the brain mm-hmm. or something like that. Which and is then, kind uh, of like what radio. That was Val Kilmer, right? Who I'm was pretty Batman sure. Then. Yeah, Val Kilmer. And he was like, he was like, no. And then, of course, that makes Ed Nigma, who is the Riddler in the Batman universe, turn into the Riddler. 
that or he fell into some poison goo, which usually was the yeah. case. I think that movies. was um, I think that was Two Face. Joker fell in the goo too. Yeah, Joker yeah. and Two Face. I'm pretty sure they just repeated the same shot. Yeah, but Joker wasn't in that movie you're talking about, though. No, 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 no. no, no. I don't think Two Face was. Was Two Face in there? Two Face was in it. Yeah, yeah it was Two Face. He was in the beginning. I think there was an acid vat, and Robin was there, and he got half his body burned. Yeah, something yeah, like that. That's how it looked really happen. cool. Wasn't it like Tommy Lee? It was yeah, Tommy, Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah. Tommy Lee Jones. I just said Tommy Lee. Won't... Get your brother. <laughs> I'm sorry, that part of the podcast is a little weird. That was a little cat, a cat get, get your butt out. Yeah, get your butt, get your butt out of there. <laughs> a cat's trying to drink out of Frank's water bottle. Or a water, water cup. cup. There's a lot of cats here. Three to be exact. There are three cats. And they're adorable. Just like Frank and Jack. That's like, oh, well, yeah, thanks. Well, we're, we are two of the three cats. Yeah. <laughs> we just stay on... on, on uh, Nick's yeah. thing. You, you got your paws on top of my lens. What are you doing? Very She's trying to drink your water. You might want to finish this off. <laughs> He's finishing us too. <laughs> He's gonna... <sighs> this was very, sponsored very to you by <laughs> H2O. Fun. Yeah, right. Well, Tap actually, water. for ours, it's, it's hose water. Tap water, yeah, exactly. Hose water. Ours is filtered through Frank's mustache. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, then that's really good because you get a little bit of mustache wags and whatever I just ate. Oh, you use mustache wax? Oh, of course I use mustache wax. I think yeah. you should talk about what products you use for your hair and your mustache. Well, I could, but uh, unfortunately, that's not what we're here to talk about. Okay. Next podcast. Next podcast we'll talk yeah, about. Right. Hey, if we talk to the guys over at Beard Brand, that'd be great. I think they would be a lot of fun to talk to as well. Sounds like they want a sponsorship from you guys. They, we want a sponsorship <laughs> right, from yeah. them. Well... We would, yeah, we would, we'd plug them on the podcast. Oh, yeah. If it became any worth a, worth a damn. Right. This has just been a lot of us. You have to think it into reality. It That's will. That's right, yeah. That's right. right. It will. It sounds good to me. It does sound good. Ship it. Ship it. What? <laughs> I just say ship it when, when I'm saying send it out there, get it out oh. there. Oh. Uh, it's something that you would understand if you were into video games and that, you know? Sometimes they ship it before it's even done just to get it out. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, of course we're not. We're we're in the we're in some things. I like how you like you think that we're not. We Jack and I. I mean, when you talk about Superman Returns and Noah's Ark and Carpenters, like I don't think you're going to be playing video games. You might be like, I always talk about it at work. But remember that game, you know, where uh, there would be a wooden kind of like spoke. And people would have a stick, and they'd run around and hit the spoke. <laughs> I, I invented that game. Exactly. Yeah. I invented that yeah. game. I, I still figured, playing on. Yeah. I knew you would know about that. Frank, Frank was playing it the other day. <laughs> Just, yeah, the other day, exactly. That's what I figured. In his long stockings and everything. <laughs> his long johns. Yeah, he would just wear long johns. Don't you walk through your house at night with that long cap on, like the candle? And a candle, yeah. yeah. He also has a robe. I mean, they're modern candles, though. That's questionable. He might just have the cap and the candle, <laughs> nothing else on. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of birds. We did, we did kind of try to. Me and my sister were trying to get a Frank a sleeping cap for Christmas one year, but we just never did it. Oh, you hear that? Be really so good anyone one. who listens to this, if you send Frank a sleeping cap, I will yeah, wear, I, it. You wear it. I guess he is just yeah. the cat. It's my dad reflexes right there. <laughs> yeah, right. Um. Yeah. So what? What's uh? What's in the future? What are we? What are we working on? And what's what's the plan going forward? You know, for our listeners, if anybody's made it to the fifty minute mark, <laughs> Nick here was always the one that had the plan. It was always a plan, and he was always executing on something. Stop it! 
I've got plans for days. You've got plans. Well, that and we were always we're always not envious, but we we're always like, man, Nick, this seems like yeah, he's right. got to figured out. We he were when we were at your apartment. <laughs> no, well, this is our opinion, right? Uh-huh. So when we were at your apartment when you were still when you're in Rosemont for yeah. like that mm-hmm. half a day. Now people know like, where I used to live, and they'll go after me. Yeah, right. <laughs> he lives in Rosemont. The Anyways. Riddler's gonna come after me. Yeah, right. Ed Digma, he'll be out there, <laughs> yeah. and he'll start riddling. All State Arena. At All State Arena. Right, but we were talking then, and you were just like, you were talking about Patreon then. And I know that Jay Cutler was the quarterback for the Bears, so we're talking a long time ago. This is at least five years ago. Yeah, before what? he threw all the, the what are they, interceptions? <laughs> yep, there you go. Oh, hey, we found something Football that Nick ball. doesn't know anything about, and I can make you Sports, feel stupid. Yeah. I can make you feel stupid. <laughs> yeah, I said interceptions. I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I almost said fumbles. He's not going to throw fumbles. No, because if you did throw a fumble, then that's an incomplete pass. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Pass interference. Pass interference. Yeah, P.I. with the big X. Yeah. But we were, you were talking about uh, Patreon then, and you told us to get into Patreon. But well, I, wasn't, I wasn't sure if I wanted to get into Patreon back then because I didn't know how the taxes worked. Yeah. Now I'm much more knowledgeable and understand yeah. how it works. Well, I need to know more. Oh, that's another thing that we could put on. Right. We need to, we need to learn more about that because you're right. Because there would be – the funny part is is that we have – you know, our network, our immediate network with, you know, our mother and our father with, like, their friends and how supportive they are of us, right? Yeah. When we did our uh, film premiere, which I don't think you weren't at the film premiere for that. I don't think I got an invite. Bitch, you would have gotten an invite. What do you yeah, think? Right. just been like, been. oh, yeah, don't invite the Callows. I don't ever remember getting an invite at all. No? Unless well, we were getting married at the time. In 2014? How long have you guys been married? Jeez, how long ago you was were at that? The, he was, we were at the wedding. That's true, yeah. <laughs> we had a premiere. We weren't there either. Right, yeah. It wasn't that big of a deal. <laughs> yeah. You know, just uh, Steven Seagal was in attendance. Yeah. But who the hell cares? I mean, no one even knows who Steven Seagal is anymore. Yeah, no. right. I know who he is. I know. I also know who he is. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Do you know who he is, Jack? Yeah, I know. Just make it sure. I just, <laughs> Anyways, you were talking about how I have it all together and I don't have it all together. No, right. But, it, right. So, what? It's about plans. Yeah. So it's the about guy with plans, the plan, right? Yeah. The guy with the plan. But I think you have to have plans and I think you need to be knowledgeable that the plans aren't going to go to plan at all. I think if there's one thing that I've learned through, you know, I don't know, the past however many years is that you try to plan something and it never goes to plan, right? And you have to constantly keep on evolving. That's what I was literally just going to say. I mean, it evolves. You have a plan in play, and you try it. Mm. And as you're in the middle of that, it's changing. Because right. it didn't work out exactly how you envisioned it. It might build into something, or it might not. And then you'll come up with new plans and keep moving, keep moving. Right. But I think the biggest thing is to keep moving. Like, one of the things that we tend to do is when we're not... Like, we always finish our films, but when we try to do... Which was a problem for a long time. But when we try to create content that we want to keep creating it it's like we have this surge at the beginning of the year or this like three month three months where we're posting like at least two times a week which wasn't even that wasn't right. even that good and then all of a sudden we're like what oh my god we don't there's no followers there's we got like six likes on that last post it's like it's kind of a long game you got to keep posting keep something and the thing the worst thing you can do is to stop posting when something's not working because it's like clearly not posting is not going to help you as much as posting is not going to help you so you have to kind of find out like what about those posts aren't working and how you can keep getting better because the thing is is that you're never going to even if you planned it to death yeah 
you're never going to get it perfect the first time you do it. So it's only going to get better as you keep doing something. And that's another way to look at like plans and how plans are good, but without execution, they really don't mean anything. Yeah, well, like you're saying, like when you finish something, right? So or you do finish things. So you're essentially posting while you're progressing. Right. And then your finalized product, people are waiting to see that. Right. So they're building up through those posts and they want to wait to see the final product. And if you do that over and over and over, then right, those exactly. people are going to hang on. So, yeah. for example, with Twitch, if you guys also streamed on Twitch, I don't know if you plan on doing anything through there. It's a little harder with filming. Yeah, right. I don't know. But I mean, maybe Frank can edit with Twitch. Yeah, right. While yeah, I'm editing. That's true. Could do that. Sound design, anything like that. Or just concept thing. Screenwriting, too. Like, even writing anything. But you don't always want your ideas out there. Yeah. But essentially, you're consistently doing something people are showing up people are hanging on so you have those followers that will you have a couple people that'll show up one night and they may stick maybe one of them will stick and they'll keep going forward 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 and then they'll share that with other people yeah, right. and that's the long game that you're talking about with social media right. it's just people sharing those ideas and sharing your content over and over and if you yeah. have a bunch of content like you guys do yeah. they're going to Hopefully, you're going to have a couple people share it, yeah. and then those couple people it's that gonna, are shared too, it'll yeah. just build and build. It's just like the, it's what they always say, your hardest client to get is that first client. After that, it keeps getting easier and easier. Yeah, and, and that tends to happen too, is that it'll eventually start to blow up. Like on our, on well, my personal LinkedIn, and then on social media, on uh, uh, Instagram. Instagram and on Facebook, there are like five people that are always on top of our shit. Always, right? And yeah. the great thing is that they're not related to us either, which yeah. is nice, right? So they're always on top. They're always on top of what we're doing, right? And what we're getting now is we'll go to networking events and run into people that we've already talked to, and they're like, "Oh yeah, you guys are moving. You guys are doing stuff." Mm. And it's like, well, "Not really." Yeah, but <laughs> we're it's posting like, what we're doing now. Right? You know? It's like it's it's one it of those things. fabricates an idea. They see a lot of content going on, well, so they feel like you're doing. Well, you know, it also helps us because it's like. We don't, sometimes we don't, like, because, you know, we're still trying to get those those consistent clients and stuff on the company side. And it's like, it's like one of those things where you're like, like, are we doing enough? And mm -hmm. that's a big part, too, when you start, when you don't get that instant gratification of like, oh, this this client and that client is coming back to us. Then you're like, what are we doing? And then all of a sudden we realize we're sitting on all this content yeah. that we've created because we're trying, we're going after the clients where we kept saying, it's like, once we get a couple of clients, this we'd have a bunch of a uh, bunch of content to right. show people and it's like but we still have content to show people we're we just don't feel like it's like legitimate content yeah. because we're doing it for us it's crazy how related like filmmaking like exactly what you guys are going through is exactly what i'm going through too yeah you know the only way you're going to get clients and the only way you're going to interest anybody is when you produce the stuff and you put it out there yeah if you're producing stuff but you're never finishing it you're never putting it out there then you're never going to get people looking at it the only way I got my consistent client that's coming in for miniature stuff is by posting something, and he found that and reached yeah. out to me. So it's like I need to produce more stuff, finish more stuff, post yeah. that, make it visible to the public, and potentially you'll get more people coming right. to you for that. Hey, I, I want that done for me, you know, right. for what I did. But you were doing it for yourself, yeah. essentially. So right. what you're creating. And you know, as long as you're doing it for yourself, you know it's not going to be shitty. Like, it's not going to be a, like a crap. Like, you're not posting content to post content. We're not like, you know, it's like... It depends on who it is, though. You know, some people do work... I've seen artists that will 
post literally just to post something and say I did something. Look, I'm I'm working on something, but they'll never finish it or they'll never right. improve. Yeah. So you have to have that mindset of, you know, I need to finish something of yeah. quality. Yeah. You know, there's there's an artist that I follow. I think I told you guys about it. His name is Jake Parker, mm. and he talks a lot about finish not perfect, at least for art. So like, yeah. if you're finishing a product, you're getting it out there. Yeah. It's in people's hands or People are able to digest it by viewing it, and then you're moving on to the next thing. You're going to naturally get better over time right? as long as you're producing something and putting it out there. But then there's also the other side where it's like you want to also, as you're going through that process, work on refining certain things, you know, like of your process to make something of quality right. going forward. you know. And then when you put that out there, again, the hope is that more clients will see it and they'll want to, you know, take you uh, up for whatever you'd like to produce for them. Right. And not even just the clients, just people that enjoy your work, you know, that are like, oh, yeah, this stuff is really cool. Um, like just uh, on one of my stories, right, I saw that you were live on Twitch, right? And I was just, I just so happened to be on Facebook and I saw that you were live and I was like, oh, uh, you know what? Can I listen to the same song over and over and over again that I've already heard all day today? Or let's change it up. I'm going to have... Nick Callow sculpting and talking to these people, asking them to make nude elves yeah. <laughs> over again. And he'll sculpt. And then I think on the story, I was like, you know, I'm, I'm working on my model while, you know, Nick's working on his model. Yeah. Which, of course, looked just like him. And he was totally nude. Of course. <laughs> I mean, you can't do any other model that way. But it's good sometimes to just have another person there talking about what they're working on because it inspires you like if you see someone oh, yeah. else producing something yeah you get excited about it and that's why right. i listen to the podcasts too it's like yeah. if i hear someone talking about their their journey or their trial and error to success yeah. like it makes me more excited because you know i know they're going through something similar I'm, i can relate with it yeah. mm -hmm. versus me feeling like i'm just I don't know how to describe it in a in a meat locker like Rocky, yeah. you know, like where he's just punching frozen meat, yeah, right. and it's never gonna you're never gonna break through the meat, or you're never gonna like cook the meat by punching it, you right? Know? Right, yeah. It's like nobody's gonna really be like, hey, good job punching that meat. You did such a good job in that freezer today punching that meat. <laughs> yeah, right. Here's some money for that. <laughs> right. Know? So, but I mean, it's nice and tender now. It's yeah, exactly. It's nice and tender. It's nice and tender. <laughs> nice and tender. <laughs> <laughs> what are we just trying to get going lower and lower? Yep. With our weird British accents. <laughs> that I was trying to do a Rocky accent. And I totally failed. <laughs> no, I got I'm not even trying that. Noise and tango. This that's, is Rocky. That's a Rocky accent. <laughs> that's a Rocky. That's my best. Uh, which Rocky is it from? Is it from 13 AD? Or yeah, no, right, yeah. no, no, no. This is Rocky Returns. <laughs> oh yeah. True. <laughs> uh, uh, that's after Rocky yeah, Five. But I, I get what you're saying when you're talking about like watching someone else like who's passionate about their yeah. art. Like, cause I listen to a podcast about screenwriting and you know mm -hmm. sometimes i'm like I'm like oh okay yeah right it's totally right like this is totally and i'm like now i'm thinking about what i want to do and you pick small portions of what they're saying and relate it to what you're going right through. yeah exactly and you know maybe a lot of what they're talking about you kind of zone out yeah and you're like ah, oh, it doesn't really relate to me but like the podcast i listen to the three-point perspective which is about illustration i tell anyone to listen to it because the same principles they're talking about when it comes to like <laughs> You know, setting up a business or running a business or getting yeah. clients mm -hmm. can relate to anything else that you do, whether exactly. that be filmmaking or, or anything. How to keep someone as a client, how yeah. to treat them as a client, when to not take jobs, when to take take jobs. Um, you know, dependent on, you know, 
what they're doing. Our cats, yeah, our cats are currently spiraling through all of the equipment as we're silently like, like staring right. at them. Yeah. It's right, like, right. Yeah, they always take the most like complicated route through it. Right. Like, we'll see how snaky I can make my body. Yeah. yeah, the only cat that's not out here is Ghost. Ghost is too old. Ghost is royalty. I wouldn't call him too old. People are going to come after you on the podcast. <laughs> There's some fans of him on Twitch. Oh, and yeah. As you can see, the pillow behind you. You know? Oh, there you go. Yeah, definitely. That's definitely Ghost as royalty. Nick is right now trying to will oh, no. Gamora onto the couch and nope. not having any of it. No, nope. Maybe boy. she'll talk to you guys. Come here. Never mind. <laughs> That's a separate pot. We'll come yeah, back right. for the yeah, cat pot. Just for come back for the cat, cat taming, yeah. Cat taming, yeah, right. And then we'll have our cat on our side, and then it'll be three of your cats. True. And then we can get individual interviews for each one of the yeah. cats. Well, we can get Callie to talk. That's for sure. All Jack oh, yeah, has to do I is pick her, do her up. Pick her up, and she's she screaming. No, she's just like. Eh. Well, see, while I'm playing video games, because I do play video games, there'll be times that Jack has her, and she'll be yelling at me to do stuff. Yeah, like, go and destroy that country. If I'm playing Civilization, meow. Oh, you play Civilization? Yeah, you've piqued my interest. <laughs> <laughs> Did uh, have you? You haven't played Civilization. I told you to get it though. No, I've played Civilization. Did you play six yet? Uh, no, I played the original Civilization. One. Yeah. Jeez. No, I've say I've never played one. My earliest is three. three. I've played three. I don't know which one I played. I'm just saying Civilization. Oh. But I've played Civilization before. I don't think I'm a huge fan of it, but it's fun. Yeah. Um, It'll really suck you in. I mean, you I, going to bed at 4, you'll go to bed at, like, 10. And then you're like, oh, shit, I should be at work. I prefer Banished. There's a game called Banished, which pretty yeah. much you you design your own town. Blacksmiths, people who, I don't know, yeah, fishermen. Yeah, a little bit more. It's more in-depth of, like, building the city the versus, city versus the empire. controlling the empire. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, and that's what's great about those types of games, too. Like, I love Total War. Because then you get right down into not building the city. I mean, you do build the city, but it's more about the armies and yeah. that kind of strategy. And then civilization is just like all the way out here. Yeah. Like strategy of just, you know, surviving over, what, 6,000 years or something like yeah. that? Well, luckily, yeah. Banished is more of a relaxed thing. It's just you, you deal with daily life, right? Yeah. You have a town that's just building itself. You build houses. You build... The blacksmith, you build whatever areas, and they you have to give them food, and they just live and die. And that's it. You don't fight anybody. You don't do any of that stuff. You I'm kind of su- because you were really into World of Warcraft, mm-hmm. right? I'm kind of yeah. surprised that you haven't played Warhammer by Total War, which uh, is like that mashing together where it's like army. Well, I'm more with- into the the slow build. You know, like I would be okay with playing World of Warcraft, and I was just a guy. Who went and farmed and grew, grew food, and collected it and sold it to people? You know, like uh-huh. like Dungeons and Dragons is the best game to ever play. And that's yeah. why I'm working on my tabletop game right. right now, which is in development. Like you said, I'm always on plans, next plans. Right. So well, didn't you? You had already released it, didn't we? Almost play it one time. Well, I have a playtest. Like like I have it available for playtesting right. right now. You're able to play it, but I'm in the works right now to basically my next step is finish the the polishing stage because we play tested it a ton yeah polish it get all the words placed into indesign and then i just have to plan out my illustrations front cover back cover and everything in between yeah and then it's a matter of producing it into a book and doing a kickstarter for it okay uh, so. so what's preventing us from doing that now from doing it now yeah. it's just a matter of polishing the um the rules 
So I'm still playtesting it. I want it to be the best that it can be yeah. before I release it. And that's something I've been working on for a couple of years. And I want it to be something that's just extremely fun um, and has a lot of uh, in-depth lore. Mm-hmm. And that before I just go ahead and say, here's the game. Because I could release it now if I wanted to. But right. I don't think it's as good as it can be. Sure. Know, if I spent a little more time on it, you know. Right. Yeah, and, and you know what's so strange is that, like, coming here and talking to you, we hear a lot about miniatures, which, by the way, miniatures is actual, you have a 3D printer that goes through and actually prints them out, and other people have 3D printers, which was strange to me, right? Every single time I talk, we talk about your plans, I'm like, how is that even going to work? I'm like, I'm not in this world, I'm just not there. And so with tabletop games, like, when you told me you were making a tabletop game, maybe back in, like, 2015, I was like a tabletop game, yeah. But like Clue, like it's, what are yeah, you talking about? Yeah, I mean it's about? interesting like, how how many different facets of the world there are, and right. what you guys are into, and yeah. what we're into, and like we're into different things, right? But um, but they're both very legitimate. Like they're both their markets for both. Yeah, they're their own world, and right. it's, you know, I yeah, mean, they kind of bleed over a little bit in terms of like thought mm-hmm. and process, and then maybe doing videos for your miniatures where you're in lingerie. Yeah, I mean. Right. For Could the nude good. ones. For the nude ones. The nude, lewd elves. Yeah, right. I don't know. We can get you some elves ears. I'm sure Kristen can whip something up. Put some elves ears up. No, I think we're good. I don't think we need that in the world. I think, like, <laughs> I think spending more time on on the tabletop game will probably be yeah. better uh-huh. Better times, or, like, time well spent. Yeah. There we go. Well, we're hoping that our audience is going to start to really shout that they want to see you as an elf. And then maybe they could start off as a miniature, but then eventually you in full elf Yeah, once costume. I get ripped, you know, after going to the gym. Oh, yeah, right. There you and go. following Jack and Frank's uh, uh, whatever regiment right. you guys yeah. do. Artistic regiment, right? Yeah. We'll yeah. do a lot of, like, forearm exercises because that's what most people, while you're working with the mouse and stuff, with the yeah. mouse forearm. Yeah, right. Okay. I the knew blood you were going to diff- Blood going to different places, <laughs> <Yeah>. forearm exercises. <laughs> don't worry, yeah, we, we don't... We've learned a lot about me today. Uh, yeah, we found out where you spend most of your time. Yeah, right. At the gym. And uh, working out my getting blood everywhere. <laughs> and putting blood that's in that my... vampire. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. So. I'm a vampire because I need to grab that stuff, too. I don't know. You, you ended that sentence a little weird. You have to grab that stuff, too. I was confused there. Wait, what? I didn't say anything about grabbing. No, no, I'm talking about Frank. Oh. Frank said oh, something about grabbing something, and I didn't know what he was talking about. you got to grab the bull by its horns and just you take go, your Frank. project, ride it into the sunset. There you go, exactly. Right, there you go. That was my point. Yeah, the that's what I think he was getting. The thing I think we're taking away from this podcast is uh, you gotta you got to have a plan, but you obviously you have to continue to do something, even if it doesn't work exactly the way you think about it. Right, you can't quit on it. I think you have to think about it as a cake. Where you build up layers, mm-hmm. okay. but then eventually you're going to eat it, or or a bunch of people are going to eat it because right. you can't eat the cake by yourself. Right, you so definitely don't want project to eat project upon project connected together by some sort of I don't know whatever filling you want it to be, and the filling might be small things like podcasts or YouTube videos and that, but the but the layers are the main portions that you're building upon. That will be the thing that fills the people up, right? You know, yeah, right. and so then you slice the cake and give it to a bunch of people, and hopefully they'll be like, "Man, that was some good cake," <laughs> and then they'll come back and bring other people to eat more cake. There you go. And they'll keep consuming your content. Excellent. There you your go. Your cake. Right. Did you call me a cake? Yeah, I called you a cake. <laughs> that was very your profound. Cake and eating it too. There yeah. you go. Yeah. Exactly. Right, and that's actually what all creative entrepreneurs want, right? 
You want to be able to create the stuff that you want to create and then still be able to eat. Yeah, it's so simple. It's like, you know, know, most people don't go into, if you go into a creative field and you're like, I want to be the next Brad Pitt, you know. Which we all want to be. Well, I mean, yeah. But then again, you look in the mirror and you're like, I'm never going to be Brad Pitt. Yeah, right. Um, But I don't think that any real creative will say, I want to be the next Brad Pitt. Most of them, if they're like true to their art, they're like, if I could just do this for eight hours a day, get paid for it, to be able to survive, I'd be so much more happy than, you know. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's it's surviving. You don't have to live in excess or whatever. Yeah. Like, I would be, just like you said, I would be willing to work eight hours a day on my art and get paid just enough to pay my bills and, yeah. and just eat a little bit of food you yeah. know, every so often to survive and I'd be fine with that you know you just get bread and water yeah exactly yeah. thanks my lord <laughs> you know, for the thanks my lord. yeah thanks my lord uh, yeah I, I mean that's like exactly what you said like most people just want to yeah. be in that field and I mm-hmm. think the first step and a lot of the podcasts that I'm listening to they talk about don't give up your, your day job like don't get yeah, rid right. of it but work on first transitioning to part-time mm-hmm. and then from there you'll have a lot more time yeah. for your creative side. right exactly yeah. because if you jump completely you get shell shock you can get yeah. overwhelmed well yeah. also it's again the taxes are the big thing if you're freelance in video or freelance in mm-hmm. art you get hit with those taxes and you if you don't take it out mm-hmm. like whatever percentage yeah. it is 40 then usually i usually say 40 but i, th- I think it might be around 20 percent i think yeah. it's 24 I think something 24, like that but yeah just but to be on the plan for the higher right if you yeah. don't plan for your deductions correctly at the end of the year and that like and yeah. you don't take out the money you're supposed to take out and you're just gonna get hit with everything yeah right and you know you have to pay for your own medical and everything like that yeah, yeah. so that's something yeah. to think about yeah absolutely so yeah. what's next on your horizon on our horizon well we are shooting that web series, yeah. right? So you, mm-hmm. you might have seen the picture that we had posted yeah. um, with our A-list cast, and they're yeah. fantastic. This and is our first ever eclectic cast. So these are just like actors that we've worked with, not all together, but I've worked with them on different projects. Yeah. And I'm like, this is a good person for this role. This is a good person for that role. And we got them all together, and it seems like they really did get along with each other. So... Um, yeah, so, yeah, so that's, so that's exciting for that. And then we're just um, working on getting the locations, and we're going to shoot that, and it has to be done by May 31st yeah. for that one film festival. Well, festival well I think a web series is, is a great way to go because it's shorter films, you know, shorter right. individual, like spurts well. of films that people can digest really quick on, let's say, YouTube, yeah. for example. Right. You know, so if you do a comedy sketch or anything, you have more of a potential. If you Let's say you did four web series versus doing a full hour and a half film yeah you have more of a chance for people to see those web series and then potentially be like i like that we want more from that group you know and build from there that was one of the things that we had heard while we had went to that film the same film festival catalyst and um we had went to that film festival and we were talking about shooting the whole web series and one guy's like nah don't do it just shoot the one just shoot the one and then you can market it as a pilot for a web yeah. series or a proof of concept for something else. So if for someone's something like, larger. That's why so, you always see those pilot episodes of, um, you know, each of the, I don't know, like for example, Seinfeld. Yeah. You see a pilot episode of that and it's completely different from what you see yeah. after that episode two going right. forward because of the budget. Right. Yeah. So that would be, I think that's a good 
uh, idea is to yeah. do something as a proof of concept. Right. And that, again, relates to not only video, but other things, yeah, too. Right. Yeah. And yeah, then proof of concepts are tend to be a lot cheaper. We're going to hopefully make this for nothing. Yeah, next to nothing, if not as close to nothing as we can. Right. And get the highest product yield out of it because, you know, we're using this these fantastic actors. We're going to be using our fantastic equipment. We're going to be using a fantastic script. <laughs> we're right. going to be... Really, and then it's only going to be, I think it's like six pages, so mm. we're going to be able to really be able to work these six pages to the point where... And what's going to be the name of the web polished. series? Just Kill Me. Yeah, Just, just kill, kill Me. And then if it goes well, you're going to have Just Kill Me Returns. Just Kill Me Returns, <laughs> right. Yeah. That's, yeah, yeah. That, or well, just that's Return and Kill Me. Exactly. <laughs> return, return and Kill Me. Kill Me. Because return of to Superman. Center. Right. Because <laughs> Superman's here. Superman yeah. with a mustache. Right. That got CGI'd away. Yeah, so that's 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 what that's what's going on for us, and we're gonna keep on posting about updates on that, and yeah, what's going on with that, and you know, blogging, and it's a lot of work, but that's kind of the business that we're in. Yeah. <laughs> so I would just know. say make sure not to bleed yourselves dry oh, like yeah. those pigs that you drink because you're a vampire. Yeah, well, I mean, I love my pigs, and I'm getting <laughs> hungry as all. I think you should start the right podcast now. with that. <laughs> I love my pigs. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, then we'll have the intro music, which we don't have our intro music. You're going to have a banjo of some sort. Yeah, right. Or a Batman theme song or something, oh, something similar to No, that. it's got to be the Superman Returns theme. I'm sure there is one. We'll just do oh, a there's... quick seven second, right, because that's what we're legally obligated. You should, you should pretty obligated. much cut everything we talked about together. Sports, uh, Batman, <laughs> Superman, uh, pigs, vampires, everything you can fit together. Uh, just little small snippets of noise. Mm-hmm to uh, give people a sense of what is going to be talked about in future podcasts. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, I think that's I think that's time enough. I'd like to thank Nick Callow for joining us. That's I'd like great. to thank you for having me on. Well, oh, yeah. well, there you go. Bring me to this amazing studio space. <laughs> <laughs> Which you'll see is just <coughs> my house. It's a very uh, comfortable studio. Would yeah, you like right. to would you like to end with any words of wisdom? I think you ended with a lot of words of wisdom. I don't know if I have any more than just to say. Well, because it's because we're we're in conversation with you. So, what are your words of wisdom? What you do in life echoes in eternity. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> and I didn't steal that from Gladiator. <laughs> All right. Well, we're gonna end it there. Thanks for listening. And Thanks for living. Bye. Bye now. Thanks, babies. Bye.